Hey, it's JJ Gatto. So one popular Bachelor contestant came out, and there's more to this story. Plus, J-Lo, A-Rod, Dunn, and what's the deal with Molly on 90 Day to the Single Life? Oh, we got that and much more coming up next on This Week in the Pop Culture Feed. Seven days in the celebrity world. All here. It's JJ Gatto. This week in the Pop Culture Feed. This week's episode is entitled Love Stinks. Sometimes. I'm JJ Gatto. So I had a hard time figuring out which story I wanted to do first. Whether it was Colton Underwood or Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez. So I had to do it the most diplomatic way possible. I flipped a coin. Colton Underwood, depending on how you see it, won or lost that one. I think he's going to lose from what I'm about to tell you. So let's get right to it. Last week on Good Morning America, being interviewed by GMA anchor Robin Roberts, Colton comes out as gay. And you're saying to yourself, okay, so this guy, supposedly a virgin, supposedly wanted Cassie Underwood, Supposedly wanted Cassie Randolph, even climbed over a fence. I mean, it was just drama-filled season of The Bachelor with him. And then, you know, afterwards, you know, he and Cassie broke up, supposedly with somebody else. Cassie then filed a restraining order against him. I mean, it was even more drama than the show itself. And now we find out that uh, he is gay. Now, this is where I know some of you with the mob mentality that you're just waiting for me to say something completely prejudicial, completely homophobic, this, that, and the other thing, okay? Just hold your breath. It's not happening, okay? Let me just be honest with you by saying this. Just coming out and just accepting your truth. I'm all for that for Colton. I applaud him for that, okay? I wish he didn't do it on television, to be honest with you. It's nobody's business, okay? But considering what he already put out on television already, I think he kind of had to do that. This is where I have a big problem with it. Not him coming out as gay. You know, that's not it. He was on Good Morning America to promote his Netflix documentary about him coming out. And to me, that is absolutely the most disingenuous thing that I've ever seen anybody in a long time do. I'm just going to call it like it is. He's an attention whore. No apologies here. I'm going to tell you, there are so many people that are struggling to accept who they are, whether they're gay, straight, trans, what have you, okay? And they don't have the platform that Colton Underwood has. I know some people say, well, you know, if Colton Underwood has this, you know, it may help other people, you know, make it easier for them to come out and all that. But considering what Colton Underwood has done already on two editions of The Bachelor slash Bachelorette and now this, I'm sorry. I mean, there's going to be a whole lot of backlash because of him doing this documentary. It already is. There's already a petition on Change.org to have his documentary canceled because of, not because he's gay and he's going to do the Netflix documentaries, because of the fact that he did some very abusive things to Cassie Randolph. But I think the real reason why this Netflix documentary shouldn't go is because pretty much Colton is just trying to make money off of him coming out as gay with this documentary. And if you think I'm the only one that thinks that, uh, try again, because Lance Bass, who himself came out of the closet about 15 some years ago, he said the exact same thing. Matter of fact, he used the term monetizing. 
Lance appeared on another podcast called the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast. And he said that, uh, yeah, there is some backlash from the gay community. He said that there is a small percentage that's just not going to like the fact that he came out the way he did. And he's monetizing the experience. But uh, Bass, in fairness, says that ultimately it may help the LGBTQ community. But he said it's going to take a whole lot of time. And Lance also said that uh, part of the LGBTQ community are not going to like him because they feel like he has absolutely no idea of what goes on in their world. He just wants to make a quick buck and uh, extend his 15 minutes of fame by coming out as gay. A lot of people are not going to appreciate that. Colton, I hope that you are happy in your heart and your head, but uh, I'm just going to tell you right now to try to extend your fame because of this. It could end up giving you one quick, swift kick in the ass. So if you're waiting for the dream wedding of Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez, it's not going to happen. They are done. In a joint statement, they said that they are better as friends. They will still support each other through their business projects and also with their four children. They each have two. And uh, all the rumors started because uh, Jennifer had some... uh, pictures on her social media she's in the dominican republic filming a movie called shotgun wedding where uh she didn't have the bling and that all started the rumors and if you're wondering what really happened you think we're ever gonna really know of course not come on are you kidding but we can tell you this that covid19 has affected a lot of engaged couples with their wedding plans j-lo and a-rod are no exception Matter of fact, Jennifer, last year she was on the Today Show and she said that, you know, she was heartbroken because she did want to marry Alex and they had some great plans. Unfortunately, COVID-19 just unfortunately put that on pause. And there's probably a few other things. One of them, Southern Charm star Madison LaCroix. Supposedly, according to Us Magazine, A-Rod was texting Madison. As you know, a few weeks ago when the rumor started... A lot of people are saying that she was the reason why J-Lo and A-Rod broke up in the first place when we heard the first round of these rumors. And then adding fuel to the fire, the Southern Charm reunion, a few people attacked Madison saying that uh, she was uh, down in Miami with said baseball player. They had to bleep his name out, but uh, Madison did confirm that, yes, it was A-Rod. They said they texted a few times, but they never physically seen each other. Matter of fact, Madison has a new boyfriend. And she said that Alex never cheated on Jennifer with her. She also says she's not a liar. So take it for what it's worth. Will we ever really find out the real reason behind the uh, J-Lo A-Rod split? Honestly, that's between Jennifer and Alex. But uh, I have a feeling that uh, I think it has more to do with the distance because he was in Miami. She was in the Dominican Republic and the distance can kill any relationship. And it probably did this one. Also with COVID-19 as well. This is kind of a sad story, but I kind of had to talk about it, especially since it's the uh, Kanye West, Kim Kardashian divorce. And uh, you're going to hear this phrase, the Kardashian spin machine. Yes, it does exist. Don't get me wrong. But unfortunately for Kanye, he ain't putting up with it. According to New York Post, page six, he is annoyed that everybody thought that Kim was the first to file for divorce. Kanye, through his people, says 
It was actually his idea. He says he has nothing in common with Kim anymore other than their four kids, and they haven't spoken to each other in over a year. Matter of fact, he's changed his numbers, blocked her on social media, pretty much said if Kim needs to talk to Kanye, talk to uh, his security. And also an insider talking to Page Six says that it was Kim pulling out all the stops to save their marriage. And yes, uh, Kanye's very bizarre 2020 presidential run was the last straw. Wes has also been uh, sick of the Kardashians for a while, especially Mama Chris. Yeah, she looms very large with any big decision that they make. I could see why Kanye wouldn't want to put up with her. And the source also said that you know, it wasn't just one thing. It wasn't just the 2020 presidential election. It wasn't the reality show. It wasn't any one thing. It was just a lot of stuff over time, and it created a lot of distance between them. So for Kim, she's just trying to be a mom to the four kids and trying to live as best of a life as she can. As for Kanye, talking to TMZ, says that his uh, next relationship, he wants to be with, quote, an artist who is a creative person and that they can speak the same language together. I hate to say it, and I'll say it again. I don't think it's uh, Kanye talking. I think, unfortunately, it's his bipolar talking. And and I'm not saying to be disrespectful to those who have mental illness. Trust me, I have my own little uh, mental issues as well. But um, sometimes you know when it's not the actual person talking, but something within their head that's uh, driving control. I think this is the situation right here. And as much as, you know, I'm not the biggest Kardashian fan, I got to give Kim a lot of credit for wanting to save the marriage, you know, for simple reason. She loves Kanye and the four kids. Unfortunately, they're going to have to try to uh, get together and get along as co-parents. But I think Kanye also has to realize this. You in the family with one Kardashian, you're in with all of them. And if you don't believe me, just talk to Scott Disick and Tristan Thompson. And we'll talk about Demi Lovato taking on a frozen yogurt shop and uh, the end of 90 Day Fiance. And also, what's the deal with Molly and Kelly on Single Life? It's all coming up next on This Week in the Pop Culture Feed. JJ Gatto, This Week in the Pop Culture Feed. A sad story this past week with Alma Wahlberg. She is the matriarch of the Wahlberg family. You know her being the mother of nine and her two youngest, of course, Donnie Wahlberg from New Kids on the Block, Mark Wahlberg, movies like Boogie Nights, Patriots Day, Four Brothers, also Marky Mark, his rap alter ego. She passed away at the age of 78, and she worked raising her nine kids. Yeah, you heard me right, nine kids. She was a bank clerk and a nurse's aide, eventually becoming a nurse. And she said that she wanted to give love to all of her kids, the same love that she never got when she was growing up. And also, I should say that uh, another son, Paul, is a head chef for Wahlburgers. You've seen him a couple of times uh, during the reality series about that restaurant. And uh, Alma always cracked jokes and giving love to all of her kids, also jokingly saying that each one of her nine kids were her favorite. And a very interesting story this past weekend me and the missus, we were uh, watching this uh, documentary series on HBO called Wall Street. This is about Mark Wahlberg and his uh, other business ventures. Then on Saturday, we decided to uh, go to Wahlburgers, and the food is absolutely amazing. If there's one in your area, check it out. And then on Sunday, we hear about the news about Alma Wahlberg, just an incredible lady who had love for all of her kids. And now she has her angel wings. Our thoughts are prayers for Mark, Donnie, 
Paul and the rest of the Wahlberg family. Alma Wahlberg passing away at the age of 78. So we're going to close out with the final part of the 90 Day Fiancé tell-all. Oh, my, 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 my. If you... If you didn't see part one, got to check it out if you have Discovery Plus or go on to discovery.com. This part, they talk about Amira and Andrew. And unfortunately, Amira says she could not be on the show with Andrew present. And let's just say Andrew, um, he decided he didn't want to be on the show if he wasn't allowed to speak with Amira and also tell his side of the story. Amira was saying that, you know, something happened at the... uh, in Mexico City before they were going to meet in Puerto Vallarta and she was incarcerated for three days and then she was put on a plane before it uh, left and she's not saying what happened she said she tried to get in touch with Andrew no response and all that but you know Andrew was trying to get in touch with her so there's more to the story than what's being let on also Amira says that she was afraid that Andrew would yell at her and would get angry with her almost sounding like you know in a domestic abuse situation. Let me just say that right now. But everybody was saying, hey, let's hear Andrew's side of the story. Unfortunately, Andrew said no and left. I've been trying to look for any kind of thing on social media to see his side of the story. I have seen absolutely nothing. So we got to take what Amira says with a grain of salt. And uh, oh, by the way, she did say that both she and Andrew are with somebody else. And it was on the same dating website that they met on. Uh, Unfortunately, we'll never get the whole story, so uh, go figure. Now we got Tariq and Hazel, and to add to this uh, drama, Minty. That is the, um, well, I hate to use the term sister wife because that's another show, but uh, let's just say they were trying to include her in uh, their thruple, or threesome, whatever you want to call. Unfortunately, there was a little problem because uh, Hazel was jealous of the fact that Minty was able to get Tariq's attention a little more, and unfortunately, Hazel's jealousy came out. And I gotta tell you, it just makes me wonder, and I'll say this for anybody who's thinking about uh, doing polyamorous relationships, uh, somebody's gonna get jealous, and it's end up gonna hurt a lot more people than just uh, one, okay? Uh, All I will tell you is that uh, Minty was gonna be in the situation because, you know, Hazel... She likes both men and women, and it was more for her than uh, them trying to be, you know, a throuple or looking for sister wife, what have you. All I got to say is, I don't entirely blame Tariq on this one, but, uh, you know, Minty is gorgeous, you know, and uh, Hazel, she has her jealous streak. She also complained about Tariq's house and a few other things. This could end up being a disaster so hopefully it won't but uh, as far as like i said as far as uh, you know polyamorous relationships let's just keep it to one-on-one all right and finally mike and natalie a continuation from part one and this time around it's not just the mom and a neighbor that doesn't like natalie also mike's best friend of over 10 years sarah does not have the warmest of feelings for natalie and it all involved come some. And it all involves something that happened when Sarah got married. You see, Mike was having a FaceTime with Natalie, and he was shirtless, and then Sarah came out of the shower. Unfortunately for Natalie, Natalie just lost it. The way Sarah saw it was that, you know, it was a long day. They were, you know, getting ready for a wedding and all that. 
And Mike asked Sarah, hey, do you want to meet Natalie? Want to say hi to her? And she said, yeah. So on the FaceTime, Mike was shirtless. She came out of the shower. And then Natalie said, are all American women whores or is it just you? It just uh, went downhill real fast, real quick, to the point where Mike had to hang up the FaceTime. And also, uh, Mike was accused, and also Natalie accused Mike of cheating on her with Sarah, which both of them denied. And they also denied the whole incident about that Mike was shirtless and she got out of the shower. It was just an ugly incident. But, um, yeah, you could tell that Sarah's not a fan of Natalie either. I don't think a lot of people are fans of Natalie. But uh, they did say, yeah, they're in a rough spot of their marriage, and hopefully things will get better. Hopefully they will get better because they're part of Happily Ever After. Yes, the uh, spinoff series starts this coming Sunday. Oh, I can't wait. Also appearing on the show, Michael and Angela. Yeah, you know I got to say it that way. Kalani and Asuelu, and also Andre and Elizabeth, just to name a few. Also, I forgot, uh, Jovi and Yara are going to be on the show as well. Now, as far as 90 Days of Single Life, well, let's just see how we can um, talk about this. It seems that Ed may have found a new girlfriend. I will be very happy if that happens, okay? Also, uh, Kelly and Molly, well, uh, Molly was uh, social media stalking Kelly and uh, found out that there was a kid that looks just like Kelly. And he's having a hard time talking about it. Unfortunately, he had to go back to New York, and uh, Molly seems heartbroken. Hopefully, uh, that will get resolved. And also, Fernanda. She uh, was with one guy in Chicago, and uh, she said, you know what? She's going to have to make a change and be uncomfortable to grow. So she's moving to Miami and uh, told her boyfriend, you're nice, but I'm not doing a long-distance relationship. Adios. Yeah, and there's uh, more coming with uh, 90 Days of Single Life. I really love that show. That's the wraps for this week in the Pop Culture Feed. Thank you so much for spending a little time with me. Hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at JJGothTheRadio. Also, share this on social media. Greatly appreciate it. Join me next time as we talk about the trending stories in Hollywood and beyond on This Week in the Pop Culture Feed. Until then, I'm JJ Gothel. Stay blessed and stay awesome. 